Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like... Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys. A podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series, Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine, or even a cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Robert Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. I'm Jonathan Michael, maybe Muggerditch Sieber. Whoa. And we have a very, very great guest with us today. Very excited to have her. Uh, she is a international model. She's an actress. Uh, and uh, her name is Carme Boschadera. Carme, welcome to the podcast. <gasps> how, did, how did Corey do on the pronunciation of the last name? Yeah. It was actually... Pretty good. I've okay. I've I've had uh normally people say boixadera. That's not correct. It's boixadera. 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 I've known you for a a good while, so it's good that I'm getting a little better at pronouncing your name. We've known each other for nine years. Wow. Yeah, I think nine years. Nine years, uh, eight years, eight years maybe. Nine years. I think nine years. Yeah, I think it was the fall of two thousand ten. By then I didn't speak any English. <laughs> really? You you speak you speak great English and I will say so Carme Carme as you guys know Carme did a web series that I wrote and uh, and was in with two other guys at a, a comedy group called Awful DJ the web series was called Model Wife and it was sometimes one of the headiest uh, headiest weirdest web series and we gave the lines to Carme and you you spoke you spoke English but like. I did not know not, what I was saying like, <laughs> at the time. Like they, la later we were like, well, if you didn't know what you were saying and you said you would just go through and write it out word for word and memorize it. Yep. I was just like, I don't know what this man means, but I'll just say it because it's in the script. So you, that's what you do. And it worked out. You it, guys didn't notice. No, we had no idea. We were like, man, these comedic choices are amazing. That is so you, incredible. It was so funny and it was so good. And we, yeah, we had no idea that, uh. Yeah. You so were, for you in all intents and purposes, way. she was speaking like Elvish because she, she didn't know what she was saying. It was it was just it's like yeah, you're memorizing another language. What's what's your native tongue? Um, so I grew up in Catalonia in Lleida, which is just a region uh, in the middle of Catalonia, and it's Catalan first language. And but then in school, you also learn Spanish. So you you're bilingual from day one. Yeah, yeah. I'm so jealous of that. That's so incredible. Like, yeah. like people that know multiple languages and, and now you speak 
fantastic English. Like to be able to speak three languages is, is mind boggling to me. But I was learning English and German and French at the same time. Isn't that crazy? What? And it did not work out very well. Like I cannot speak German. Can I, you understand I, any of those other languages? French better because okay. Catalan is a little bit similar than, than uh, it's similar to French. But I don't know why there's such an emphasis in like learn all of these languages. Also Italian, I should throw in there there because I liked my teacher. <laughs> so I, I, the class was at 8 a.m. in uni, uh, university college years. And I liked the teacher. So I was like, I, I'm going to learn Italian. So it's like there's all this emphasis on learning a ton of languages. Yeah. Well, I think it's really good for the developing brain. Like, the, and, it, and I know that when, when young people learn languages, it's like a sponge. They just absorb it so much easier than when you are as an adult. And I think I you're probably like having access to those or at least learning those and learning how to pronounce different things and hear different words is probably really great for any mind. Yeah. I think my brain is just filled with like transformers and GI Joe from when I was a kid yeah. and all the things I picked up from cartoons and I wish it would just filled with languages. languages yeah. yeah. But you know, for us, in Sp so I'm from Spain, for us, uh, American sounds so exotic. <laughs> to, uh, you know, like I, if, to me, like you know, like you might I not believe this, but for us, it does too. It's just like, <laughs> I hear someone say, "Like, bring me a can of beer," and I'm just like, "Ooh." ooh. ooh. <laughs> so when you when you say that, are you referring to a specific dialect, like an accent of American? Are you like thinking of the South, like I Northern think speakers? Mostly, I think the reason is because you've you've learned uh, you you've been um, watching so many Hollywood movies. Mm -hmm. A lot of them dubbed. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so when I, when I came to America, I saw uh, movies for the first time in original uh, in, in the original language, and I was blown away. Like Homer Simpson's voice, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, that's so funny!" That, why does he sound like that? So, but 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 then some of the, some of them you would you would watch uh, in original uh, sound the. the the original language and you you'd think that that's the proper like it's it sounds smart i don't know it sounds to me very articulate yeah. people that speak that's like i yeah hear you guys i'm like you guys are so articulate oh it's so funny because i'm the so exact not, opposite so i think every every single thing i say it sounds really dumb in my head do you do you when you're listening to i don't know if you can go back or if it's still like this but um, when you were originally watching those movies, does it sound? Did it sound like they were talking way faster? Because I always wonder if in other languages, if they're speaking way faster, or if it's mm. just your brain being like, "Oh my gosh!" In Spain, they talk so fast. I mean, in Spain, they they speak so fast. I okay. don't know. It's it's difficult to compare with with Spanish because Spanish is so quick. Uh -huh. That like when I go to my accent coaches, I, I I'm trying to get my American accent. I'm trying, you guys. Cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, no, do get, the, do the words. A, do, your, uh, do your American we words. A, a cheeseburger with some fries. That's great. <laughs> That's that was, great. Yeah, because that was one you would always try out when we were talking I was, about I, when we did I don't know why. It's always hem, about the cheeseburger. Hamburger or cheeseburger. Oh, because that's, cheeseburger. that's I American. Have a, a, a hamburger? Because well, uh, you grab yeah, your yeah. hand? You, no, no, ham. 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 Uh, ham. But yeah. it still doesn't really make sense because it's not made of ham. It's it's named after a town in Germany, the town of Hamburg. Yes. Oh. And it's named after the town of Hamburg. And the king, the king of Hamburg, I think, was the guy, the first person to make a hamburger. This is all That's true. the Earl of I know. Sandwich. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. I was like, all right. I thought that was the Earl of Sandwich. The Earl of Sandwich is also I but those are both true stories, That's I think. So Did you ever crazy. eat at the Earl of Sandwich? There was a store no. called the Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, yeah, it's still around. Is it still around? Mm -hmm. There used to be one at Rockefeller Center and it's gone now. It was great. Um, 
Anyway, we're Carmen, topic did that. you Carmen. watch Sex and the City? What, what is your experience with this show? Is this one of those shows that you I saw did. growing up? And then I did. Like, Wait, you saw it dubbed? Yeah, you see it dubbed growing up? I saw it dubbed. Oh, man. And I saw it. Oh, um, so it's really big in Spain. Okay. Sex and the City is, in, and that's a reason why a lot of people come to New York and like they, 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 Think of of New York as you come here and everybody lives like those girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it was different. I don't remember somehow. I don't remember that much their voices. Um, but do you think about it. Like the the actors that dub all the movies is the same actor, so everybody has the same voice. Oh, <laughs> so it's weird. Um, but so, so like the person playing Samantha could have been the Homer Simpson voice that you heard. It potentially could be the same person. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but yeah, it's a big show and I really liked it. And with my friends, I, I also had four friends that we would go out all the time and it was such a big part of our lives to, we, we were trying to emulate yeah. them when they would go out Yeah, in Barcelona when we were going out there. And yeah, I, I always loved so much the show. I've watched it many times. Um, and I'm so happy that you guys have me here today. We're so excited for you to be here. Did it, um, did it like when you moved to New York, did you have expectations of New York city, especially coming here to do modeling and acting? Did you have expectations of that coming from watching sex in the city? I did. And, and actually I, there has been many occasions where I have been in those parties and like with those type of people, um, Especially at the beginning, like back in the day, at the beginning when the meatpacking was a thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and you would go out to those clubs and dance on the tables. Mm-hmm. That that the, that time to me was my Sex in the City time. Um, is this ten, but, is this how long ago? Ten years ago? Like yeah, well, they came like ten years ago. Okay. Uh, so I did. You know, the first two years in the city, you try to live that lifestyle. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then you're like, actually, moving to Brooklyn. You were and living in Meatpacking, right? Were you living close to the Meatpacking district? Then? I was living in Fifteenth uh, and Seven. Okay. Okay. It's and pretty close. Yeah. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Bad choice. <laughs> Somehow, somebody convinced me that you could not go. Like, if that Brooklyn was dangerous, that you could not go. That that if you went above uh, Central Park, that was not New York anymore. And I believed it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll get an apartment in fifteen to seven. And yeah, yeah. You know, was it was it too broke. too busy, too expensive, too? The energy there was going like circle. Like it was like so fast. Yeah. Um, I at night sometimes when I would I would live in a in a studio, and I'd go to the donut shop. Mm-hmm. The one at the donut shop, the place that like is this at seven fourteen? Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, yeah. And I I would because my in, in Spain I have a bakery, so that would make me feel like home. Mm-hmm. Just going there and having a donut at three a.m. in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. that's but, great. Wait, that, you're you have a. Your family has a bakery? Generation to generation to generation. Three generation bakers. What? And I'm the me and my sister, we did not want to continue. My question is, how does a generation of bakers produce a model? It seems like that's not really <laughs> that's not well, really what would come out, out of a generation of bakers. Th- that's true. That's 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 <laughs> true. Um you know, I, I I just watched one of the, one of those documentaries uh, of with Claudia Schiffer and Cindy Crawford, like models, supermodels of the nineties. Yeah. I was like, I want to do that. That, is that so sounds cool. so cool. Like that <laughs> lifestyle must be amazing. Um, and somehow, yeah, like I was like, yeah, I think I, I want to do modeling. Um, I have a I have a question, and it's weird, but like 
How? Because it's weird for you. Well, it's <laughs> anything that you do. Like I, I do stand up, so the second you stand on stage, you have to be like, okay, I think I'm funny, or else I wouldn't be doing this. But with modeling, like, did you have other people encourage you to it, or at what point are you like, I'm tall enough, I'm pretty enough, I'm skinny enough. I'm going to be a fucking model. Cause it's like, like is because I'm also asking you that because you're, you have such a funny personality and you're so well-rounded and not at all, even what models are represented on the show. Right. So it's not like that's all I am. You have, there's way more to you than that, but it's still, it seems like, yeah. Like what's that? What did I want to be a model? Where does that come from? Um, so I, What's funny is that I started modeling very late. Mm-hmm. I started like when I was 24 and that's really late for that. That normally at 24, you retire, yeah. you're done, yeah. you're old, you're caputo, adios. <laughs> um, so I, I was doing um, uh, image consulting uh, course, uh, two years. And the, my boss was like, I'm gonna, I'm, I want to start a, a modeling agency type of thing. I don't know what it is gonna be, but I'm gonna send you as a secret agent to a modeling agency <laughs> and you're gonna see what, how they do it and you're gonna learn everything and then we're gonna do the same here. <laughs> and I was like, uh, um, uh, that sounds uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> so that's how I spent my summer. I went to a modeling training. Oh, wow. And that was so, I, I had a ton of fun, but that was strict. It was like, they, they would treat us very poorly. I don't know why, but it was like, the, the type of training was very strict. It was very, I don't know. Like in what ways? They're like. Just just the way that the teachers would treat you. I, I don't think that now this would be acceptable. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like this, there was this guy who kept, kept touching his crotch somehow. I don't know why <laughs> he was modeling. We were teaching, um, we were learning runway mm-hmm. and this guy kept having his hand on his crotch for some reason. So she went and she was like, you're gonna, we're going to pull your pants down if you don't stop. And you're going to like, just like do a uh, runway with your pants down. If you don't stop touching your crotch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Because I don't know why he kept doing it. It was weird. So um, he was a model. He was training. He to be was a model. also training. Yeah, it was girls and boys. Okay. And this he was just this homeless guy that was in there, just like <laughs> touching his crotch. Like, Look at all these beautiful people. <laughs> and so, so he, so she pulled his pants down for some oh my real weird reason. Underwear or dong to, out? No underwear. Okay. okay, that would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but the, I think that the guy actually left. Uh, he didn't want to continue because, I mean, that's yeah. pretty much yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, but like things like, little things like that, yeah. Yeah. you're like, mm. but the, the, to, to break your character in a way and just like wanting to, you to be proper. Yeah. Um, that, that actually is a good tie-in to today because this, the episode deals with runway models. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. which is one of the reasons why we want to have you on the episode on the podcast. But this is a kind of a perfect episode. What's the name of the episode? Do we have it? We uh, someone does. I do not have it. Mm. Um, but I. But I also think I've said this before, and this I think that I just went to season four because I feel like I'd seen last episode. I'd seen parts of this episode. This there's gifts of this episode like everywhere, and so it's like a pretty, pretty famous episode. One. But I think I've also seen part of this episode too Ooh. when I used to in, in my five episodes that I've seen of Sex in the City. I think it's I think it's one of those. Well, see after this, you can give us the real deal on like what's real, what's not. 
So this is and season four, episode two, and it's called The Real Me. The Ooh. Real Me. Real Me. Right. Let's go watch it. Awesome. See? We'll be back. Episode 50. The Real Me. Harry is reluctant when asked to be in a celebrity fashion show. Miranda gets a lesson in confidence when a buff guy at the gym asks her out. Charlotte works up the courage to look at her depressed vagina in a hand mirror. Samantha immortalizes herself by having nude photographs taken. And now, back to the boys. And we're back. Wow. Wow, the real me. Sponsored is, by Krispy Kreme. The real me sponsored by, we will talk about how that sh- that episode was definitely sponsored by Krispy yeah. Kreme. But we're going to open things up with a question. Because yeah. it's such a relevant question, and then we can relevant. get into the whole deal. Uh, Carme, this comes from our Instagram follower, Katie Jean 18 also the voice of the Bradshaw Boys. She sounds pretty cool. But, great question. Uh, have you ever had a carry moment on the runway? Ooh. Yes, I have. Really? No way. Really? I have. And it was in front of my mother and my father. So for those of you who, just to explain what a carry moment is, she eats shit on the runway. She falls down and actually Heidi Klum, Good Samaritans, just right over her, just walks right by. Good Samaritan. That's the story. And the Good Samaritan gets his ass kicked and two people just walk right by. The rabbi and then like a a rich person, they all walk by. And And Heidi Klum. And And Heidi Heidi Klum. Klum. Yeah. All right, Carmen. So, so nobody did walk over me when I fell. Uh-huh. <laughs> but boy, that was embarrassing. Um, <laughs> let me explain. So I, it, this is in Spain. Uh, this is in my village, actually. They were doing this um, this runway show of people that made dresses made of paper. So these beautiful gowns, massive gowns made of paper. And there's a competition each year. So I was modeling for one of them and there is no fittings or anything like that. So they made the, dre- the dress really, really long and really big. So I, I kind of was like floating, you know, that dress was floating on me. And so I, I'm walking down the runway and my family's there. Everybody's excited. And I step on the paper dress. No. And I step one more time. I feel like it's, the dress is coming down because it was like one of those like, you know, uh, strapless dresses. And the next thing I, I'm like, I, I started hearing the. Oh, <laughs> just ripping! <laughs> just ripping! So I did like a ah, uh, like a slow motion fall, ah, uh, and everybody's like, because <gasps> everybody's breath kind of stops when somebody falls in the yeah. wrong way. Yeah. Everybody feel, feels it on their bones. It's yeah. Like, oh, shit. Oh. Um. So I I I fell, and then I was like, the way to get up how am I going to do it without ripping the dress and like basically becoming naked yeah. oh in front of goodness. everybody? Uh, so I kind of like did like a jump, jump, like a jump, jump it up <laughs> type of jump. <laughs> this I is great, great jumping, radio. <laughs> jumping up and kind of like grabbing the paper up. Oh my, oh my um, gosh. And then I kind of, and people, people kind of like watch how you're going to deal with it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, how are you going to, get out of this with gracefulness. So I kind of like did a, a vow down, I, like a vow, like I did this on purpose. Or oh like, my I, like, like, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> 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 I'm crying, you know, tears down my face. I'm like, no big deal. <laughs> um, and then everybody started clapping. 
And so I feel like everybody that somebody, every time that somebody falls in the runway, somebody's going to start clapping afterwards. So it's like this moment of like, everybody together, we did this, we went through this. Do, do people clap when you normally walk down the runway? No. So they no. only clap if you, if you mess fall. up if you, yeah. and then they're like, good job. Like, yeah. you actually like, I think it's, I think it's yeah. like when someone gets like, if a player gets hurt in sports and then they get them up and they walk off the field, they're like, I, I understand that good because job. like they might be injured. And is, is that what they're clapping for in the runway? Like you might be injured or are they just like, are no, they supporting you? Cause you're most likely you super it's like, it's, it's, re it's really sad. I mean, I basically ripped a beautiful gown yeah. that took, probably a year and a half to oh make. Oh my gosh. With, you know, by two people, just... Oh my were, they really, were they really mad afterward? Do they understand? Um, they, <laughs> <laughs> they... They... I think that they came on third place. So they were very mad that they didn't win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I did my best, you guys. I, I did my best, but my... No one can blame you for that. You did your best. You did your the best. The dress was massive and, and it was really long. So what I was supposed to I do? I guarantee there was no you they fitting. do fittings and rehearsals. And after that, from now on, they're just like, we got to do the got to do the rehearsal. We're fitting. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was really wow. massive. So I, I, when I saw that episode back in the day, I... Um, I totally thought of that moment that I had and I, I felt for her. Have you guys ever seen, have you ever seen, there's, it's one of my favorite viral videos ever. It's a local newscast. It's a local newscast covering a fashion show where a model falls down and it's these like local newscasters. We'll have to link to it, but they show her in slow motion, her ankle. She's wearing these crazy heels and her ankles start wobbling. It's like the end of the newscast and the guy's like, and another news. A model fell down today. And then they start talking about it, and the, the two guys covering it cannot keep it together and they're losing it so bad. And then they they play it back like three times. They're like, whoa, whoa, here she goes. Whoa, whoa. Oh, oh and it is man. but it's really traumatic if you're the one falling down. It's everyone's yes. watching you. Yes. And and you're like in, in the case of Carrie, like her outfit, like he's in her panties. Yeah. So mm -hmm. basically falling down, uh it, it's like, you know, just could be very exposed. What is the runway model falling down equivalent in other jobs? In other jobs? Yeah, like well, if, you're, any, if it, you're like uh, an accountant. So solo, it's... Or like it's you a, file taxes. What is the equivalent of falling down in the runway if you're, if you're a pediatrician? If you're <laughs> a kid dying? That's overshooting it. That's, that's, that's overshooting it. It's like, because it's schadenfreude. It's like everyone loves... The reason why those newscasters are laughing is because it's like, haha, you have everything, but you're just like well, me. And at one point they say in that viral video, she's like, you know, if that was you, you wouldn't be laughing. And he was like, well, I got enough meat on my bones because they're yeah. like, it's like the old weather guy. And he's like, I got meat on my bones. If I fell, it would hurt me. Yeah. yeah. So it's the whole thing of like laughing at, at some like beautiful model falling. Yeah. yeah. It's just interesting that like in that industry, like you can like not only like. Like, well, like they fall and like they're sad, but everyone else like claps and is happy and laughs about it. But they like, I no think, offense, but they kind of failed their job too. Like their job model. is to wear wear something and walk down the runway. So like, but, does that exist other places? I don't know. Well, what I think is interesting. Well, I want to answer your question first, and then I have a, a comeback to that because I was I was thinking about. Well, I'll just say now, like 
when you showed up tonight, Carme, I was talking about how I liked your jacket and then you were like, put it on. And then you were like, do the walk. And you were like, walk with your hips forward. And I think that people look and they're like, yeah, your job is to like look pretty and walk and wear clothes. I I'm do that every day. The I, know job. I think being a, I, 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 I think being a runway model would be incredibly hard. But I think there's a lot of people that I think the general assumption is like that wouldn't be that hard. Right. And, and I bet and there's a degree of difficulty to it that is harder than you think. Oh, I bet it. You they, know, it took me four times to get the walk down with the hips forward. And, you and were once still, you did, you did oh, but you once did I did, we yeah. went out to the hallway and I, I had it going. Well, we're going to, for those of you listening, we are going to post videos of us learning how to runway walk. It's going to be the best. And uh, we're all, you guys can vote who's the best. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, there should be a ranking. So that being said, what are like the three or four tenets of runway walking? Like you said, lead with your hips. So basically, your hips are a little forward. Okay. Your shoulders are a little back. Yeah, a little posterior your, pelvic your, tilt. Yes. The, the arms, not a lot of energy in your arms, not yeah. a lot of energy in your hands. Because if you're moving a lot of your, your, your arms and your arms. hands, yeah. uh, th there's a lot of attention to that. So the attention is kind of like on the clothes, right? So uh -huh. basically that's why the face is kind of like, you know, nada, nothing, yeah. neutral. Um, and and the, the, the energy comes from the hips forward. Okay. And there's a sense of floating. Uh, oh. Not not like you know when when you're walking down like it's like the 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 difference of a rapper with like their 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 uh, center of energy or like the the gravity is like from the pelvis down and like the the feet are, are yeah, very yeah. heavy yeah, yeah. right yeah. that kind of walks is like it's the kind of like the opposite where it's like very tall uh -huh. and very floating down down the runway. That makes sense. And, Who who is your like favorite runway model? Is there someone that does it the best? Like that, that is just I mean, the gold standard for me, because back in the day, you know, like um, my days that I would, I was dreaming of doing that. Uh, Naomi Campbell has mm. such mm. a walk, like mm -hmm. talking about walking. It's the, it, but it's something that you, I don't know if you see, ha, has there been models like, like the supermodels of the 90? Right. I, yeah, that, I, don't, that, I, I think you're right. I don't think so. That was similar to like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's just because that was our era or if it was like that was the time like it was like the NBA in the 90s. It was like, yeah. you know, so you iconic. Close to recreate it, but it was like so much attention on those. Do we feel that way just because we're of that generation? Probably. probably. Like, but I would push back to say that they may be that, but I don't think that exists in the same way anymore. Yeah. And now it's more like Instagram and certain stuff like that. But like soup, like this runway was like Super Bowl level. And now it's like, there's not as many popular runway shows in yeah. the same way. The culture's changed, I'm guessing with Instagram and stuff like that. I, I what I liked of, of the supermodels of the nineties, like with the Cinder Crawfords and the Naomi Campbell, uh, they, they had this confidence. There was like this confidence mm -hmm. and this just radiance that came out mm. and they, 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 they were very strong and they knew so much about the business. Um, and it, it was a completely different business than now. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of those people went into, yeah, like create hundred, $500 million dollar brands, not yeah. just like, oh, you're a model. And also that like Tyra Banks created a whole huge thing. Do you like Tyra Banks? I do. I do. I, I just think that, I mean, 
they were very smart business women mm-hmm. and yeah. they just run her, you know, cause modeling is a business. Being an yeah. actor is a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think that it, you know, because you, you're the product, mm-hmm. you think that it's not, oh, you, you don't treat it as a business. But the second that I realized that modeling and acting, all this, it, you're running an LLC on yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I started seeing it a different way and mm-hmm. I started taking rejection and all those things and my insecurities about myself it started taking a, a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, That's when you were like, why am I doing this web series with these three guys? <laughs> why am I doing this web series <laughs> yeah. called Model Wife? <laughs> I actually loved doing Model Wife. Oh my gosh. So you guys think, it's one of the best it things. So I, it's fun. one of the it most so fun, fun things I've ever done in my life. Um, that, that's really great that you brought up like, Model wife. Addressing yeah. the yeah, model wife, but yeah. addressing, <laughs> addressing those, that those insecurities because that's essentially what the show was about. Like uh, the through line of the show is we can see our friends perfectly, mm. but can we see ourselves clearly? And then every character in the show, of course, wrestles with seeing a part of them clearly. Samantha with body, her body. Yeah, image. give give the give the episode. Yeah, it's just everyone's kind of seeing themselves uh, like an introspective look at themselves. Samantha is with her body and taking the nude photos. Miranda uh, has a person at the gym who calls her sexy and she's kind of never saw herself as sexy. So she's processing that. Charlotte, of course, has a depressed vagina, which is amazing. <laughs> That's so and good. And she is like looking at her vagina for the first time. And then all of those are surrounding the main story, which got, I would say, 90% of the attention was Carrie being a civilian, yeah. I say that in quotes, model for a runway show or what, like a normal person mm-hmm. model for a runway show that her friend's trying to get her to do with other writers and other New York figures. And she's wrestling with whether or not she's a model or she's pretty enough to be a model confident enough to be a model and so it's kind of um looking at yourself how the world may see you so straight off the bat i will say that it's so insane watching an iconic show as series but then watching this one and i was like in the beginning i was like this feels like a a big one yeah Yeah. and then and then they're just like get in that zone and i'm like they fucking hit all the notes yeah and then by the end you're like oh that's like what that i just feel like if i went online that's like a top 10 yeah Easy. this episode right? was Easy. more star studded than carrie's panties like it I mean, was <laughs> there were nice. stars everywhere but also and not just stars but like there are it's stacked with actors that like tony hale has a side character in it alan cumming alan cumming um the the guy at the end uh i'm gonna look up his name again but he's in like he's in everything former so many new york city mayor and the ed people's koch. court ed people's court ed koch yep. i loved the people's court margaret cho margaret, margaret cho, cho uh adrian adrian martinez plays the delivery boy yeah thing. and he's what's in is everything. he in deadpool look he, at his imdb look at, he's, he's his imdb says he's in 112 different things yeah that dude he's so good that's a lot that's it, sex and city and 111 others and i so getting he was Alan, in I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. Okay. He was in uh, White Girl, which Chris Noth is also in. Okay. He was in The Blacklist. What what Marvel movie or something is he in? He's in some big superhero movie. I'll look and see. Um, He's in Gotham. I mean, getting getting Alan. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So getting Alan coming, he had probably already won like a few Tony Awards and was pretty iconic by that point because he had already been in Goldeneye, I think. The Bond movie. Yeah. So really? Alan Cumming is Boris. a big get. But then Tony Hale is one of the great comedic actors of our time at this point. We will look it up, but I bet you that's 
maybe Tony Hill's first TV credit. That's insane. Yeah. And then Margaret Cho was probably already a big deal in the stand-up world by that point. Um, but yeah, you could just tell they... Oh, uh, Heidi Klum? <laughs> Heidi Klum! <laughs> One of the biggest... We're just going to pass over the fact that Carrie yes. high-fived Klum on her way out of the runway? Yeah, and she just gave her some advice. It's so funny. Klum was like super cool backstage and onstage. She's like, hey, I'm a fucking pro. I don't have time. Yeah. Like she did step over like the Good Samaritan, but I feel like... Jesus would have been like, and also she was also a model. So it's like that yeah. Samaritan kind of had a job to do, yeah. you know, and it's not to save other people. This was an interesting episode because I feel like other than like Miranda's storyline, it wasn't about like how men are making us feel. It was, it, it was actually what the episode was about. It was like about all of them looking in yeah. their own securities. And it was like really a refreshing episode to see them all kind of internalize who they are, what they want, and not do it in the lens of like, this boyfriend's making me sad. Yeah. Oh, I'm so upset with this guy. It was like really cool to see them all kind of deal with these issues. So. Self-image. Yeah. So this was like Tony Hale's like fifth thing, but his other ones were, one was called Ghost Stories, one was called Legacy. He was on uh, Sopranos before wow. this. So I bet his Sopranos thing aired around the same time, but this was like super early for him. That's wild. Yeah. So would, would you all ever take nude photos of yourself for 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 With, yourself like nude glamour shots or like a dick pic like do it samantha do <laughs> do are you, you saying I just take them for myself to show to myself like so samantha was and really do we have to admit this if it's happened yet <laughs> no okay so samantha was obviously really proud of her body which is awesome yeah um, she has a killing body yeah. oh and my she's God. also she's also like 10 years older and her character is like 10 years older than all the other women but she's older in real life than them too yeah, she looks. She's stacked. And, I like and she, Charlotte also has like there are some. Uh, I don't know if it, what episode it is, but like there is an episode that they show her nude from. I think it's from behind. Oh, I. Did you guys already seen seen that? I, I don't think know it's what, the Trey one. One of the Trey ones. I think it might have been a Trey episode. Yeah. Killing body. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like the idea of that Samantha was like, I want to, I look great right now and mm -hmm. I want to remember these times when I may not look great. So I'm just going to go take these pictures and like, screw you. Is that something that has ever crossed your mind? There. Like, is, is that, I mean, eventually we're all going to get to the point where we're looking back at the, the bodies that we have now and we're not as healthy as we were, or maybe not look how we wanted to look. And are you ever going to look back and be like, I wish I had. First of all, I disagree with that. I think that I will always look fantastic. <laughs> always. And I will use science. I'll use your, I'll use plastic surgeons, <laughs> robots. Well, Corey just moved into a new apartment and it's not super huge, but one entire room is just a cryogenic tank that he sleeps That's in true. now. That is true. <laughs> you sleep in that. Yeah, yeah. It's a bathtub full of Vaseline that he just yep. slides into I every slide single into that, night. And then you might notice that my clothes have had oil stains on them for recently. That's why. No, there's a photo of out there of me that I went to this like conference my freshman year of college and it was at a, it was a, at another college and you, it was like a bunch of college students go to this place, go to these classes and uh, we were in a dorm. And so we were in small groups with like guys from other, other schools. And it was like, you know, when you go to like a camp type experience and you like meet these people and they become mm -hmm. your best friends for like a week. Yeah, yeah. So I went to take a shower and while I was in there, the guys pranked me and they stole my towel. And so I was like, oh shoot, I don't have a towel. So I grabbed a towel from someone else who I didn't know who was taking a shower and I ran in the hallway and I was like, hey guys, 
I don't have a towel. I got to get this back. There's some German guy taking a shower beside <laughs> me. I stole his towel. And they were like, okay. And they gave it back. And when I did the towel swap in the hallway, I just saw all these camera flashes go off. What? And this was pre-cell phone. So it was all film cameras. Wow. And so then I was like, wait a second. What? And so I did it. So like month and a half later, this was when you would have to take can't like film yeah, to get developed. Yeah. My sister picked up the film and she like left me a voice message and was like, Hey, uh, I'm coming to pick you up so we can hang out. Also, I've seen your balls. Oh my and, God. <laughs> and when she got there, they had like put the photo in a frame and handed it to her. And so I had that photo. And then when I moved to New York, I had it and then I lost it. But I will say this. Oh, Looked, hey, look pretty trim. That's <laughs> college looked better than I do. You're now. glad you have that picture that was back when your balls were above your kneecaps. Exactly. <laughs> now they're ankle level. But this but is different. You're saying, like, actually taking a. You you're know, saying well it photograph- purposefully, purposefully. Right, the doing something intentionally to yes. remember the, what we may look back as the glory days. Not when you're in a hallway of a random college. Are you, you kind of have that automatically. Yeah. They're not nude, but it's like. Yeah, you have you have you have high fashion photos taken. I of you have, and, and your life. I do have some nudes that are not out, like that. I just because here's the thing: it has changed, right? Like when I started, I don't know, fifteen years ago, sixteen years ago, it was different. Mm-hmm. I've seen that picture. Um, it was it was different, you know. Like you 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 would take if you if you would take photos, it, a lot of sometimes it was um, film. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was digital, but it, there was a diff- there wasn't a cell phone that everything was posted right away. Mm-hmm. There was more control yeah. over what you would want people to see or not. So if you if you were gonna take photos like that, that were super artistic, like it was like the typical black and white on the beach, beautiful, take like very tasteful and very very beautiful, mm-hmm. artistic, and you would have a connection with the photographer. You you knew what you were gonna get. Um, so there was more control. Now I feel like I don't know if I would do now nudes with depending on what photographer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you do, like everything just like goes. You assume that yeah. everything could end up in the, on the internet. Yeah. yeah. So well, there's some actual interesting stories. There's just a teacher that got fired because she sent she sent her boyfriend her like they were in a like a relationship. She. They exchanged nude pictures and then they leaked and she got fired as a high school teacher. And that's insane. I, th- I think she sued the school, but it's kind of Did she win? It, I it may still be in court, but it's basically there. I was reading about it as like this is one of those stories that is like mm-hmm. culturally the beginning of changing the tide because for the past 10 years it's been like, oh, oh, and it's just a generational thing that it's like, listen, that's not that's not she did nothing wrong. Yeah. It's I, and yeah. some people even for a while people were like, well then you shouldn't take them. It's like, all right, if you want those to be the rules, then fucking get ready for anyone's cell phone, text messages, yeah. any of that. And I do think that people are a little more uh understanding of that now or are beginning to be because now like there are people like Jennifer Lawrence that they did not they were on their phones and someone hacked into their private mm-hmm. property on their phone and then the world can see you naked. And so I think people's mores are changing to be a little more sympathetic to that. But still, if if you have those even on your private computer, right? It, like they're not safe. safe it's like, anymore. you know, yeah. so yeah. it's totally delete, different. delete, delete, totally. delete, delete, yeah. delete. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
Wait. But I think that everybody should have some beautiful nude photos of themselves and appreciate them and they are beautiful. Maybe you print them and delete the, the digital copies. Can I, you can keep, I put them in a Can I ask a, a lewd question just for like for the guy's beautiful nude photo, should there be wiener in it or no? I feel like be- penis and beautiful don't go hand in hand. <laughs> I have, They'd have to be I, like me, like like this, so like cross legged. Like well, <laughs> yeah, w- w- yeah, what's your answer to that, Carmen? <laughs> Let me see. Um, I'm like trying my, to my imagine photo, it. My photo from that conference was full everything. Full, full nude. And also the other thing is I saw multiple camera flashes. So those photos are out there. So they're different yeah. angles. If we can get oh, all you yeah, can never you if, can never run for any sort of political office. No. You, yeah. <laughs> Not after political this, career after this high over. school teacher wins her lawsuit, he can. Yeah. I can. The only problem then will be that I would be terrible at that job. So <laughs> I, that's why I shouldn't run for political office. I don't know. I feel like a dong can be I guess it's attractive, but it's attractive in like <laughs> a different way that's like a penis. Everything in black and white can be beautiful. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Just, okay, so that's the answer. It's got to be black it's and white. It's got to be black I and mean, white. I mean, obviously, it's got to have a ton of grain. Yep. Uh-huh. Put that contrast up. Yeah, blow up that contrast. Put, get that grain up there. Get Film. maybe, you know, and he said, the beauty of Photoshop, you can make some things bigger, some things smaller. You know? <laughs> just like make your ego yeah. happy. <laughs> And then you just give that. And beautiful. then just, just yeah, have it up on my wall for a delivery person yeah. to come and be like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. Kevin, you and I have a nude photo published of us. Oh, yeah. We do. Oh, you painted Kevin, like a banana, right? Yeah, yeah. We did a, we did a comedy show like two right. years ago and we did a bunch of, uh, yeah, we did a bunch, we did Photoshop of a bunch of New York album covers and we painted like the banana on the Andy Warhol thing. And the way we did that is we had to just paint up naked yellow and have some people paint us and then take the pictures. Oh my God. Yes. And And you know what? Straight up real naked lying, lying, like basically lying head to toe with each other. Yeah. We'll, we'll post it, but we definitely, you you guys need to post this. This is beautiful. This is art. Yeah. This is art. Thank you. Hashtag art. Um, there were so That's many people, there were so many, before we released like what it was for, we had some like behind, like we paint, slathered ourselves in yellow paint mm-hmm. and then oh, we, so good. and, uh, people were like, what the fuck is this for? And finally, like <laughs> when the picture was from the Andy Warhol, um, uh, the velvet underground album, yeah. people were like, that makes sense. But at first it was like, what are you doing? Dude, I used to work. That's uh, just us slathered <laughs> in yellow paint. We'll post yeah. the pictures from that. Um, Okay. What else? I want to ask. um, uh, We were talking about. So, what could you give insight to? Which is like as a model, because all of these were from like models are like we're not models, but we still have these insecurities. Like, what could you speak on as far as like what it's like to be comfortable in yourself? And your body, but then like the self image of then being a model, like even what you're talking about, like being at that school must have been in intense. Like what's that like? And what do you do for self-care or to like when this, I don't know, the normal, your brain norm does what normal people do, which is get insecure. You know, what's really interesting is that a lot, so many, I mean, not everybody, but so many of the models that I know that I'm friends with, we're all so insecure mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. It's never, it's not like, oh, you ha- you got you, your training and then they give you your title and you're like, no, you're a model now and you're like fabulous and you, and you feel great. And mm-hmm. you, even when you're working, because um, I'm a working model and I work every week, 
but there's still this constant evaluation, reevaluation, and reevaluation of yourself every single day. And it's a very psychological work. It's it's very psychological. And it's you have to because then you 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 go into a casting and maybe that day you feel really bad about yourself or something happened and you're selling um this sandwich thing uh or like this cell phone or this whatever thing that you're selling on the casting and you have to all of a sudden bring all your con- like re- rebuild yourself in that yeah. moment and i feel like models or actors do have that um special in commercial work where you have to just present this image of mm-hmm. happy confident yeah. everything's great uh upbeat mm-hmm. um radiant and and this this thing that sometimes is not true mm-hmm. but you that's the job yeah the yeah. job is to present yourself and, and present the vision of the designers in the best light and i do i do respect so much the people that i work with so whenever i i, I pulled my confidence or i pulled my um myself together for them because mm-hmm. I, I know that there's so much work like for fashion like yeah. uh, that goes into a collection that whenever I'm working like I have to I do for, I need to present myself in 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 this way to help the collection to help the vision of the project um, but there's a ton of insecurity like when I, I gained weight for uh, like uh, a month ago, I was supposed to be a two or uh, like, like, yeah, like a size two. I do fit modeling. So I, I'm supposed to always be a certain size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I inexplicably, like I gained weight and I was like, what is going on? Like what? And, and <laughs> I, I gained like two sizes really quickly. And I, and I have clients that like, they expect me to be that size. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I need to wait for it by tomorrow. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's impossible, you know? Yeah. Um, so the, the, and I became super hyper obsessed mm. with, with food and like inches and this and that. And I'm like, my God, like I thought I, uh, it, it just, it never gets better. It's like a constant yeah. daily mm. thing. Yeah. That's really interesting. It, it, it reminds me earlier what you said, where when you're a model, you have to kind of be a business, like you are an LLC yes. and it's like, you don't have time to be insecure about these things. And like you, you have clients that need you yeah. and they need this image and they need this look and like, you got to get your shit together. And the and jeans are done, done on that side. So if I gain yeah. weight. It's gonna screw the, right. the size that they they made it. Yeah. Like they they gotta see. Okay, is it the pattern? Is right. it, well, oh, wow. it's gotta fit a certain way. So when you see the second sample, yeah, and they did changes. If you have to be the same size exactly, otherwise they just don't know what changed. Totally. So you you have a responsibility. To totally. The people you work. You don't have time. You don't have time to be to be in your head or be insecure. You gotta be a professional and show up. You do it. You just swallow it. Just, <laughs> I also think there's a thing with like um, that it's easy with physical things for people to just like see models or see famous people or see rich people always just be like, you'd apply it to almost anything, but it's like, oh, I bet you're so great because you're a model. But it's like hearing about that, you're just like, oh my gosh, like looking great is not just, that doesn't just happen. And also there's lots of people that could do that, but it's like, that's a huge cost and huge stresses. And it's almost like, what's that thing where it's like, if everybody brought their 
life to the middle of a thing, everyone would take back their own. I think it's like if you put everyone's pro if you put everyone's problems on the table, including yours, you yeah. just take your problems back. Yeah, because yeah. because mm. I, I bet so few people think about the other side of that. You just look at like the end result and be like, oh, I bet things are so great. People yeah. like and that goes for for anything. So um you know, it's not I, that, it's not easy being clear. That analogy breaks down with who you're playing the game with, I think. Like if oh. I'm <laughs> if I'm playing that game with like Bill Gates and Mark Cuban and Elon Musk. That was a I trigger think, warning alarm, by the way. Uh oh. It was like <laughs> I think that equation breaks down. Yeah. <laughs> Explain yourself, John. Yeah. Well, like, I, you know what? Like their problems are probably a lot easier to swallow because they got billions of dollars. I think you have certain you have you actually get you get ranked within like a certain number and then you have to go in with all the sixes. So Carme, yeah. I, we, I, Carme would have, you'd have to go do that with like all the different, yeah. like 10 models Yeah, for us. We'd have to, <laughs> although I do think, I do totally. think I watched a video recently, you know, the artist, Billy, Billy Eilish, I think is that you, yeah, yeah, yeah. your name. They, they did a video that was like an interview with her a year ago and an interview with her now. And she's like, exploded in popularity yeah she was like i think she headlined coachella this year was yeah. one of the headliners of coachella but anyway the problem's awesome by the way yeah um billy if you're listening billy if you're listening and if you guys don't believe her album is awesome kevin just said it is okay <laughs> okay so listen to it it is really good um but anyway the whole reason i brought it up is that she um she did this uh video when she was like gaining steam yeah. as an artist. And then now that she's huge. And one of the questions was, it was like, do you feel, do you feel pressure? And when she was like a rising artist, that was like still pretty popular. She was like, nah. Yeah. And then now it was like, do you feel pressure? And you can tell like, it's only, she's also 17 years old. Oh my gosh. But one year later, they're like, do you feel pressure? And she's like, yeah, a ton. Yeah. And yeah. then she was like, I didn't know what I was talking about back then. And then she was like, the one thing that, kind of gives me some solace is that if all of this fell away right now, I'd know that I'd built something that I can walk away and be like, that's my stuff. That's yeah. my music. But she's like, Oh, I feel so much pressure Jeez. now. And so there is a thing where it's like, I think Mark Cuban and Bill Gates, like they have a lot of things that can make that stuff go away, but that's probably another level of things that you don't even know. That is, it's almost like when you look at your parents when you're a little kid and People are always like, oh man, you have no idea when you're a kid, you know, like you don't know how much stress your, how parents, much stress your yeah. parents are under, you know, or totally. the, I, and I my dad, my dad is Bill Gates. So it's like, he has <laughs> cool a lot Gates. of stress. Um, yeah. Let's let, yeah, let's go through, yeah, let's, let's go through the different uh, storylines so that we can give them proper. Well, I mean, this, this, like we flew by on time. We don't have a, we don't have a ton of time. There's a couple things I want to touch on yeah. before we do our Cosmo rating. Number one, uh, the photographer that Carrie um, was kind of kind of like made out with this episode. Yeah, yeah, she was kind of her love interest, sort of. Someone I forgot which one of you said like in a, a perfect combination of big and eight. Yeah, he is a he is such a combination, but he kind of looks like big. Yeah, but he's, he's like kind of an artist, like Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, and he also has a weird shitty mustache too. He looks yeah. like nine hundred two one zero. What was his name? Pat Adig. I don't. <laughs> At um, Adig, and then you said that you were going to mention Krispy Kreme. Oh yeah, Krispy Kreme was huge. Well, in there this was episode. there was a thing where Krispy Kreme kept popping up, and there was a thing where when they talked about Charlotte's vagina being depressed, Miranda's like, "What does that mean? It wants to eat Krispy Kremes all the time." And then they all laughed. And then when Carrie's going to her fitting, and I have a question for Carmen at fittings, but when yeah. Carrie's going for for fitting, 
Pat Adig, the photographer, whatever his name is, he's holding a Krispy Kreme coffee. And then later when Stanford gets turned down by Mario Cantone, first time we've seen Mario Cantone? No, second. We've seen him before, but yeah. Yeah. Stanford gets depressed and goes off and eats a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah. So like this episode had to have been sponsored by Krispy Kreme. Oh, absolutely. Kreme. There's so many Krispy Kreme things yeah. in there. Real quick, when she's getting fitted, is that what a model fitting is? Is that true to a model fitting for a show? Um, when Alan Cumming is like showing her stuff? Sure. Yes. Me likey. Um, me likey. Me likey. Oh, well, normally they don't ask you for your opinion. Okay. Uh, you're going to wear this and this and this and, you know, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't don't care if you likey. But but the, in this case, because it was, she's a celebrity and she's, so I guess if you are somebody, then they ask you if you're a nobody, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Basically that's the, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, 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 it was pretty accurate. That hmm. part, I think. Is, what about like the pre-show? Cause I, every single model runway show that I've seen, it's always like this chaotic mess yes. of people running around and clothing racks and makeup yeah. and people like, is Half that naked? Is that what it's like? Yes. Really? It's so very chaotic and it's very, very stressful. And I've, I've had before uh, a moment where, where they're like, uh, you have to get out now. And I'm like, my hair, my hair is half done and they're still taking up. Like, I'm like getting dressed in the makeup and hair and they're changing the hair. And then they're like, uh, you are supposed to be out walking. And that's you're supposed to be like, hmm. Yeah. And then you, you have, have to, to go out and be a professional. Mm. Jeez. And so they're like changing the shoe while you're walking and changing the thing. And like sometimes like the shoe is even not, not even tied and you're supposed to just go. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. It's so it, it is definitely very, um, especially if it's not very well organized. Yeah. The more budget that the designers have, the better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but definitely I've been in, in some really, really stressful situation and my character, I'm like very Zen. So that's helped to just being like, mm. okay, um, whatever. Uh, if anyone has seen the, this is, have you seen the Alexander McQueen documentary? Mm -mm. It's on, it's on some, I think it's free on some app or something. It's so good because like it's it. like those, it's not a, some of them are runway fashion shows, but the, it's like the premier nineties. It's like mm. fashion shows that cost $20 million Jeez. or something. It is like insane. It's uh, it, so. we should watch it. I think it's free on Grubhub. I think that's where they're showing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's grub up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's supposed to be amazing. Are we gonna do do Cosmo ratings? Let's do our Cosmo rating. Man. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So what we do is we rate every episode from one to five Cosmos, mm -hmm. and you can use half Cosmos or quarter Cosmos. Okay. So since you've seen some of the show, think about it in in relation to everything you've seen. We'll go first, okay. and you can think about it. All right. Fine. Uh, Cosmo rating, of course, sponsored by Krispy Kreme Donuts. Yep, Krispy Kreme Donuts. Uh, that, that glazed waterfall, yep. hot and ready, every single donut. Wait for the hot and ready sign. Wait, wait for, for the hot and ready wait sign. Wait for the hot and ready sign. Or else the donut will taste sound. like garbage. That's their motto. But then if it, but yeah, exactly. If they're hot and if they're ready, they're delicious. Story for another time. First commercial job I ever booked, Krispy Kreme commercial. Sh shout out to Krispy <gasps> Kreme. Shout out to Krispy Kreme. All right, I have my rating. Um, I have it. I have mine. And we didn't talk about like the storylines of the show so a much, ton. So much. But that in this was episode. mainly just because you are so interesting to talk to and like to have the insight of what actually happens in yeah. the model world was so fascinating. But there was a lot that happened in the show that we didn't cover, yeah. um, which is fine. I have my rating. Do you have yours? Kevin? I have mine. I got mine. Three, two, one, four point seven five. Ooh, <laughs> five. Damn it. I went too low. Where'd you go? I went 4.5. I should have gone 4.75. Perfect up. 
I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see in the world of Sex in the City. I'll go first, and then uh, just because I'm already talking, but I, I don't see a negative. Miranda had a smaller Miranda and Charlotte and uh, and uh, Char Miranda Charlotte and Samantha. Samantha all had the perfect salt and pepper on top of a big fucking perfect meat of like all the girls together talking iconic like celebrities interesting theme one was about like hey your vagina is beautiful no it's not oh my gosh it, it is which i could have told her that uh <laughs> second it's samantha just being like yeah, I'm doing this, which was like cool and interesting in a way that lined up with her, but it was an interesting shade of her character. And then three, Miranda, the like a perfect comedic twist that she was too confident and then mm. that makes her insecure. Mm. It's like, I don't, I don't know what else you could want from a Sex in the City episode. I thought it was perfect episode down the line. And uh, shout out to People's Court, Ed Koch. I'm changing my, I'm, I know we're not supposed to, I'm going five. I misspoke. That was a perfect episode. You are absolutely right. Uh, I loved Carrie in that episode. I usually have I such. Like, yes. I usually have such a bone to pick <laughs> with her, but I was so she was so great that episode, and it was all about themselves. So she was literally focusing on nothing but Carrie, but without the the man element, without that element, which makes them these like insecure, kind of frustrating characters sometimes. Like with just the four of them as as their own women dealing with their own thing, amazing episode five point oh. I'm wow. changing. I know we're not supposed to, but I I did. Well, partly because of Kevin five point oh. Um, I'm gonna break the rules and change too. And I'll say this: I don't think you're a person that needs more confidence in your life. <laughs> that is that is true, Kevin. So I'm not doing it for that, dude. I think if anything, sometimes it'd be like, hey, man. Go down a shade. I but I absolutely. think you're I think you're correct in this one. Yeah. I think you're correct. The only we made mistakes. The only other I I I think I gave the season whenever we met Aiden, um, whenever we had Jim Miller on, I think I gave that a 4.75. I think this is the closest it's come to that. And part of the reason is all the side stories were great. The the yeah. photographer guy. You'll probably never see him again. Yeah. Great character. Samantha's side story. She usually has these crappy side stories. She didn't have a ton of scenes and like it tied up so well. Great like Tony Hale thing. Even Stanford had a, like the first non-sex related also, story that Samantha had. Which yes. Was great too. I mean, yeah, sure she was right. naked, but. Right. Also, like, just as an actress thing to shoot that like naked scene super confidently. I did have one, one thing of beef with, with the episode was the like ridiculous McDonald's puns in the beginning. When she was like, See, I, I love those. <laughs> Wait, the oh, the hamburger. Like, I was so hungry, I needed a Big Mac. I went and got a. So I forgot yeah, what those, she said. Those were not good. There were just yeah. a few bad nuggets in there, but besides <laughs> that, oh, man. Um, no, perfect episode. Yeah, I yeah, I think so. There, there's so much, so much good stuff. And you're right, Carrie was great. great. Some great. There was good acting by everybody. Stanford Blanche was back. Oh man, perfect. Really good. Five fives. Carmen. Right, Carmen. Okay, so for she comes me, in with like a two. No, you know, I'm an optimist, so I'm I'm always like you know going high, um, but I I, I want to say a four because I really okay. liked I, I I really liked the episode. Uh, my my highlight is Samantha's pose when she gets in the, mm -hmm. in the photo shoot and she just derobes herself and then she just puts her leg 
Yeah. <laughs> on the on the chair. Drops trow and just goes Yeah. Captain uh what's she, the 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 rum? Oh, the yeah. Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan. <laughs> Captain Morgan. That because I I think when I, it's a very visual moment and I and I feel like I whenever I will need confidence I will pull that as a, like like she did that moment, you know, like Yeah. If I can just live my life like that. Wow. Yeah. Um but you know, I have to say, like my favorite episodes is when the the, the storyline of of Big and yeah. and, Carrie? and Carrie, because to me, Sex and the City is, is relationship therapy. Yeah, straight. Like you know mm. what I mean. Like you just get to you're like me too. I had that toxic relationship. I know what that is like. Yeah. So that that those are like my favorite favorite episodes where mm. it's like oh my god, like I know exactly. Um, this is kind of like close to home. So I, I've I've um. I, I felt for her when she fell and, and everybody cheered her. And one of my favorite things actually is when, when they are, so all her, her friends are there to see her and like to cheer her. And I just like the friendship that yeah. they have. Like, I, I like, do you guys go, I guess you guys do it, do it uh, where you go see each other's work all, oh, the, totally. yeah. all the time. So that's like really good. I think that in this, in New York, you need that, you need that group of people that yeah. support you. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to give it the four. Got it. Great. Still overall, very high rating. Overall high ratings. Great ratings. Um, it was so lovely to talk to you. Thank, thank you. I, I mean, I, this is my very first podcast ever, and I love it. That's amazing. Like, you guys are so good. Where, where can people find you on social media? Um, I'm at ca uh, Carme. Carme I, how, how do you? I'm, I'm going to do the, the American pronunciation. Cheeseburger. Uh, Carme Boixadera. Okay. And how do you want to spell Boixadera? Yes, it's a B O I X A D E R A. And we will link you in the episode and everything. Yes. Too. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us. You, this was Carmen. so much fun. Yay. Awesome. Um, uh, now hey guys, and always. Hey guys, check out, go, go rate the episode. Check out Carme. Check out our Patreon and our sign off. Bye now, now and always. always. Now and always. Now Love and you guys. Always. Bye. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.